Welcome back to the party. Uh, what happened? Um, you tell me. Um, I, my attention wandered um, because there was nothing going on. Well, at times it seemed like there was an awful lot going on. Um, and the things that were going on, they then later corrected themselves to say that, in fact, nothing had been going on. Yes. Uh, and now it does seem sort of like we're on the cusp of something of something happening, yeah. breaking out. Yeah, yeah. Some, a thing is about to happen. Any minute now, the plot will arrive. I've invented a new plot detector. It goes boop, beep, boop, beep. And it's been, it's been almost silent so yeah. far. Well, we start off. And you remember how there was a um, cliffhanger with like all of the prison doors opening and mm. like the prison riot starting? Well, we keep that momentum going by beginning uh, with a presidential debate being moderated, mm. at which point it then pans back, showing that it's on a TV screen in a prison that's <laughs> having a massive riot in it. Mm. And it is perhaps the most hilarious and disastrous transition since um, Trinkets. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I... <laughs> I have been sitting on that joke for coming up to four hours now. <laughs> well, uh, Jack gets um, Ramon Salazar to help him knock out a couple of guards. Like, pretend that we're fighting. And well, when he does that, Salazar gets really into it. and goes, yeah. He's like, okay, you've knocked him out. You can stop hitting him with the truncheon. And Salazar's just like... Look, like, why would you tell me to start hitting him with a truncheon if there was ever a possibility that you'd want me to stop? Yeah, they do the thing where they like bundle the goons into the cupboard to steal their costumes, like Hitman style. But the thing is, like, these goons are in riot gear, so like, it feels a bit silly because, like, like if you were going to choose anyone to knock out, it wouldn't be people in, in riot gear. Well, it's traditionally good... quite hard to do that. It's a good thing that Ramon Salazar isn't literally the guy from Resident Evil 4, because you, can you imagine finding Riot Gear in his size? <laughs> <laughs> so also, we realised that this came out before Resident Evil 4, right? Yes, yes. So uh, that's why the name was not like something that they twigged on. Yeah, Resi 4 came out in, uh, I think, like January of 2005. So, and this started being broadcast in, about, like, in the autumn of 2003. So potentially... This guy inspired. No, it isn't. The, no, it, that is absolutely plausible. I don't know. I I, I don't know. The um the di- the guy that directed Resi Four is absolutely the kind of like pop culture consumer. Would he no watch something? Fuck, fuck off. There's no way in hell. I said it as a joke, but there's absolutely surely not. I can't. Con- I can neither confirm it, but again, print the legend. Why not? Mm. Uh, but you see, in the middle of a prison riot, you've now got Jack and Salazar dressed up as guards, which means they are then immediately taken hostage by all the rioting prisoners. Oh, it's so good. It's like a Kim storyline. Oh. It's almost a fun storyline. And yeah, the rioters are just like, hey, you know that they won't like let us go. They would, you know, we could, yeah, we, yeah, just... we, we could start killing the guards and they would still be like, nope, let's just keep them in there. And they're like, oh. Why don't we just start killing the guards? And everyone's like, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, all right. Uh, and so they, they begin with a, a little, a lovely little game. A little, uh, the Yield Russian Roulette. Hmm. Now, now, you might say it's impossible to have a tournament about Russian Roulette, but then you'd be wrong. Yeah, it's kind of a round-robin mm. thing. Um a double oh. elimination bracket doesn't really work. Yeah, the... yeah, it's it's not like sort of university challenge where you've got to win two rounds. Or, yeah, like, you don't get to be a highest scoring runner up. Mm. Uh, they, 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 we were saying if if Jack Bauer gets a magnum, we will flip our, or if Ramon Salazar gets a magnum, we will flip our wigs. I don't, I don't know what gun it is. But it could be a Magnum. I think it's a Swiss, a Swiss and Wesson, a Smith and Wesson revolver. I think so. It possibly is. Uh, and the the ringleader of this is uh, we dubbed him the most vascular man in the world. Mm. 
he is basically saying, you've, you've got to do this. All of the other prisoners have got shotguns from the guards, so it's not like they've got the one gun and they just keep giving it to the guards. Uh, but yeah, he's leaning on the desk. And have you ever seen like um, a 3D map of a river valley? Because mm. that's what these, this guy's arms look like. Like it, it, it looks, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, it looks like like if, a topographical map. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. You, yeah. If you took a topographical map of like of the Grand Canyon and inverted it, then you would have about the scale of even one of the veins on yeah. this man's muscles. Uh, uh, is it the guard? You know, Jack Bauer is picked to go up against another guard, and uh, that guard, you know, goes. Goes kablawi, and then they're like, "Oh, now let's get this other guard, Salazar." And Jack and Salazar both tell them, "Actually, no. This guy is a wanted criminal. He's not a guard." And they just basically explain the entire truth. It's like, "I came in to break him out. Yeah, I started this riot. It's fine." And the the the, the rioters are just like, "Cool. Um, so who wants to go first? Like, they... <laughs> yeah, like I don't care. Yeah, it, it's the most like." Oh, sorry. We, th- we we're not as invested in your storyline as you as you think. We're really invested in our own mm. Russian roulette based storyline. Uh, and they, uh, while this is happening, Chase is ready to like breach in. Yeah, he's like in the walls, and he's with wearing- the Groucho Marx unit, and he's wearing what can best be described as Google Glass. Oh god, he is. He's got like sunglasses with a little camera on them, so that like everyone can see his feed, and like he looks like a, the world's biggest dingus. And he he's watching them play a Russian roulette, but he only breaches through the wall right after Jack uses the roulette gun to kill um, Captain Vascularity. Mm. Well, I think Jack sees the laser right from his camera, or like the light uh, from his uh, yeah, camera, in, and in, like in, in, like in the vent. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, oh. And like does like and shoots and then Chase like is instantly within the room within point two of a second, like he's there's... straight through that funnel. No, Chase, Chase by name, Chase by nature. Mm. Uh, and they in all the in all like the, the scrap and the squabble. Jack and Salazar they get away slightly, and um, the, the, and but then the SWAT starts to move in and they get a bit cornered. Mm. Um, meanwhile, Kyle, uh, the angst, the angsty viral man. Yeah, he's in a he's in a cube with his girlfriend. Some kind of cube. What is yeah. this? Uh, he just starts hitting his cube with a chair over and yeah. over. and the cube is. The... Li- it has four massive portholes in it. Yeah, and there are no guards around. To like give a fuck about what he's doing. But you can if you walk past, you can just see through the, you know, unbreakable <clears throat> perspex or whatever the hell that he is just going to town on the pipes in the top of his little cell, which is in, in the middle of a big warehouse. Mm. And he's saying, like, I wanna get some wires. Like this is gonna get us out of this. Yeah, and his girlfriend who's in there with him is you know, after after several minutes of him like hit of him hitting wires and like standing on a chair and like tying wires she's like what are you doing and he's like oh well the virus if it if i die it dies with me and you're like linda did you not realize he's just spent like 15 minutes tying a noose yeah like uh, but like it drops it on us as well but it's so funny because like in for us, it's a surprise. For for us, the viewers, it's a surprise, right? Yeah, yeah. we have not been watching him, like, tie it. like Tie measure, it to the ceiling. Like, measure, you it know, to, like, measure it against his yeah, neck. Like, like, sort of check the weight that it can hold. Yeah, we haven't seen any of this. But for her, it's like, where, are you, where else are you looking, love? Like, what else are you doing? Like, uh, so when it smash cuts to him, like, trying to, like, off himself, it's so, like, it's very silly. And he then you know, kicks the chair away, and then girlfriend Linda just yanks the pipes off the oh, ceiling. Oh, yeah, yeah. She just, like, is, like, hanging from the pipes in the ceiling, and they fall off. Yeah. So, um, they, it, it's, it, this is another this is an, another point in Kyle's favour yeah. for the bad day. 
We've, Kyle is looking good on the bad day stakes. At this point. Yeah. We get a big asterisk mm. coming in, though. You know, like when a baseball player turns out to have been like on steroids, so they keep their stats up but put mm. an asterisk. Yeah, we, we, we're going to come to that. Um, and as it in CTU, a guy is being incredibly sinister. Like, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's walking around. He's making evil faces through the glass. You yeah, know, he's he, doing like... <laughs> he, he's he's lurking. Yeah. Or it, when he's not lurking, he's looming. Yeah. There's a non-stop cavalcade of Gale just looking. Again, I don't want to overuse the word wrongen, but he does look an awful lot like a wrongen. Yeah. He's really trying to be baddie. Um, and everyone else is just, they're trying to track where Kyle went, you know, the car he was bundled mm. into. and But they do it by... Entirely through the medium of zooming and enhancing, hmm. taking like a terribly pixelated image with like thirty pixels in, and then turning it into like fucking four K RTX. Yeah, it's on. amazing. And the technology they had back in two thousand and three. Yeah, the uh, the IMDb goofs say no such technology exists. <laughs> yeah, uh, and so they're able to track where Kyle has gone to. Uh, by tracking the uh, by tracking the truck, so they're able to move in, and they find Kyle. Uh, meanwhile, Jack has been. He's decided to take Salazar hostage. Yes, like with Salazar's consent, mm. so that the hel- the helicopter for the team that just arrived. Well, that I think Chase arrived in. Yeah, Chase arrived in a Groucho Marx helicopter. Um, oh no no no! Chase arrived by car to. But no no no! To, it's a SWAT helicopter. Yeah, they, they say yeah, it's they, a SWAT they, helicopter. The SWAT, so the, SWAT, like... the SWAT team arrived, but Chase was already there because he was um, going to beat up. Are we making a distinction between the Groucho Marx unit and a general SWAT team? Because I think the Groucho Marx unit are supposed to be CTU's SWAT team. Yeah, but no, they just look so silly. Yeah, no one else has silly enough gas masks. I think it's not even a gas mask because you can always see the nose. The tip of their nose is always visible. Wait, but no, that's the only thing you can see of their face. You're telling me that CTU are like those people that don't realize that your mask has to cover your nose. <laughs> so they've got like uh, like lower face protection and then they have a big pair of goggles but the one bit you can see of their face is like is the is the tip of their nose. The next time one comes on screen, look, it's really funny. Uh, I will. That's I'll... why. That's why to me they look like Groucho Marxists because I can see like, the lower face protection looks like a big mustache, and the the goggles look like a, well, a big pair of goggles. Yeah. Like, so it's like that's always been the thing now, that I, struck me. I think I've absolutely internalized that, but never recognized it. I look forward to next time we see. Yeah. This next what... time they're on screen, you're gonna. Yeah. Anyway, so they've they've got Kyle, which means that Jack doesn't need spirit Salazar away mm. uh, and Jack gets into a, he, he gets into the helicopter and he's, there's a great bit where he and Chase are both just yelling at the snipers yeah <laughs> like, Jack, get those down for the roof get down for the roof yeah, Jack's like get, get out of the kill and Chase is yelling get out of the kill and don't get in there <laughs> uh, I had a terrible dream the snipers wouldn't get out of me roofs <laughs> yeah. they're on a roof this will make no sense to you if you're not someone who watches Anti-Donna. Uh, our, ongoing, um, our ongoing crusade to get people to watch Anti-Donna by mm. referencing it and refusing to explain. Uh, anyhow, they, so they get in the helicopter, and then Chase gets a phone call saying, we've got Kyle, you can tell Jack it's fine, yeah. he doesn't have to do anything. But he can't hear him, because like, like, you don't have to, Jack shouldn't leave in the helicopter, it's fine. He's like, sorry, I can't hear you with the sound of Jack leaving in a helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, and then he's just, and he's just shout. Sorry, my long fringe made me sneeze. Uh, <laughs> you fucking fop! Oh no! I, I, well, I'm not, I'm not a fop. I figured I'm more of a a, a puckish dandy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Jack's now just stolen Salazar, uh, and there's that basically covers the first that covers our first hour. Aside from, we also have notes that Michelle watches Tony's neck surgery on uh, on Twitch. Yeah, so she's watching it over surveillance, and it's like, how deep does the CTU surveillance network go? Because like, Gail is able to watch like everything. 
well, well we, from his from his surveillance TARDIS. Well, one of the first things that we recognised about um, CTU being a being one of them, their porno agencies, mm. is that they've got cameras in the labs. Yeah, like you, you go in there to you know have a you go in there to have a piss in peace, mm. uh, but yet you know the, the little the electric eye is watching you, yeah. ready to be you know. I, I guess that's you know like the their their equivalent to the official secrets act because they're not official. Mm. It's just you know we'll. It's like keep keep a secret, or we'll you know tweet a picture of you doing a poo. <laughs> that's what that's what they did to Nina. They yeah they they put her in a black site and just went yeah and they, she didn't she washed her hands for only two seconds after this one. Um, what a, what a foul tangent. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Michelle tells um, Chloe uh, to you know, who who is. Um, Sort of neurodivergent money penny. Mm. It says check Jack's phone logs. Yeah, see if we can understand why he's being such a weirdo. And in his office, she finds all of his heroin. Yeah. And Kim comes in and is like, "What? Hey, what's up, Chloe?" And like asks a question about something Gail had said because she's starting to suspect that he's being evasive or like has something else going on. And while she's there, she's like. What's that box of stuff? And Chloe just starts going. Nothing. <laughs> She's like, what? What? What's in the box? And Chloe's like, What's in the box? She does the exact yeah, intonation. What, what's, what's in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> and um, they they open it up, and Kim's like, Un- no, under the head. And <laughs> and Chloe's like, I, I was hoping that you you know, I was hoping that you'd see that and be like. Isn't that the bench from Shakespeare in Love? And then that would really you know, distract us all. Uh, but no, she shows her the heroin. Uh, but like, she also goes like, this was really uncomfortable and I don't like that you made this happen. Yeah. Which is hilarious, but at the same time, absolutely probably the best. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, I, I'm. I, you put me in a bit of a situation here, Kim. I'm not exactly happy. Yeah, like, Chloe is the only person that, like, she doesn't, like react with social grace, but reacts as though she is the only person that doesn't know she's in a heightened TV drama. Yeah. So when somebody acts ridiculously dramatically, she is naturally very uncomfortable about yeah. it, which makes her easily the most relatable character. She's great. Uh, uh, oh yeah, and Palmer's entire plotline for this episode is... He just is does embarrassingly badly at styling out the debate. Yeah, he sucks. He's doing the debate, and the guy says, "Well, what about? Hey, remember how your how like ex Mrs. President was a real ooh, was a real Lady Macbeth kind of figure? Well, what if I told you you current like Mrs. Doctor President, Doctor Mrs. President, hmm. President Doctor? What if what if she had previously done a perjury about a clinical trial? Everyone gasps, and he just goes." I think people want to talk about the real issues, and everyone at like his home base watching it just wince. And mm. it's good to know that even they they recognise sometimes that David Palmer just says meaningless platitudes. Yeah, and that's that's him for the whole hour. Yeah, uh, and thank God, honestly, uh, the next time we see Palmer is later on uh, when he's still doing the debate, and so Jack's in the chopper, and people are sort of work, trying to work out whether or not they can shoot him down. Because it's not do we really want to kill hero Jack Bauer? It's is he over somewhere where it might hurt someone we actually like when the helicopter crashes? Hmm. Uh, and, and Chappelle's back, right? Like the oh, uh, frying, frying pan. pan man. Yes. Um, um, he's, he's, t- he's taken his medicine to recover from being hit over the head with the frying pan all yeah. the time. Uh, He's come armed with a helmet. Yes. Yeah. He, um, it was very awkward looking at Michelle whilst wearing a big helmet, going, "Oh, you better not fucking." If you, the second you go to the kitchen. Yeah. yeah it, it, he, he walks in. He's like, "I'm taking over for Tony. The only reason I'm here is that I know that Tony is gone, and I can keep an eye on one of you." But if, if Tony and Michelle were here, can't keep an eye on both of you at once. <laughs> but Michelle, watching you like a hawk. <laughs> Look, and he, he just. He, he opens a little like vial of liquid and just downs it. And she's like, what's that? And I was like, yeah, that's frying pan yeah. antidote. 
it's non-stick. <laughs> uh, and again, I, I think I really like Chappelle because he's an unlikable dick. And his entire role is to be like in a cop show when the FBI come in and are really, or like, you know, the, the FBI and Die Hard when they're like, hey, we're Johnson and Johnson and we're claiming jurisdiction here and it's, you know, we're big and blustery and we, we, yeah. don't, we, don't have the, we don't have the personal relationships to our characters. So we are doing protocol, which is the right thing and not like just kind of letting everyone go off book. Yeah, and also his like, he, his job description is to turn up whenever there's a major incident and like get in their way because it's convenient to make Jack Bauer angrier. Yes, um, he is... Absolutely. He is the antithesis of Jack Bauer, which is, I think, why I like him. At one point, he, in, a, in about an hour, he does start doing a bit of a Jack Bauer. Yeah. And then I liked him less. Okay. But for now, while he's just being a put-upon... Like, yeah. He's not, a, he's not at George Mason levels. Yeah, no, no. I think no. we're never going to get a replacement no, no. for George no, Mason. No, we're never getting another, like, oh, rest in peace, King. We mourn a Swede. Yeah. Um. I'm genuinely almost a little bit uh, maudlin. Yeah, he was a fun character, actually. The best thing, I think most series would be better if one character would just inhale an entire plutonium bomb's worth. Yeah. <laughs> that really, get, also, that really like, lets you get to the core of the character. So, like, who have we got to replace him? We've got, like, Chappelle-ish, but we've also got Tony. Fucking and Tony. Tony Almeida, Carlos Bernard. Like, he's just boring. No, he's not always boring. Sometimes he's a racialist. Yeah, and like he's just Tony Tony Almeida. You know, he... How's my profiling now, yeah. man? Yeah, he's um, yeah, he once heard somebody listening to the, the Rolling Stones, and he put them on like he referred them to Prevent because they are from a known terrorist area, i.e., the United Kingdom. <laughs> he he found out that Joe Biden was like ethnically Irish, and was like. You mean that place with the IRA? Yeah. And he's been like deep stating ever since. Oh. Um, what do you mean your code name's Celtic? And then he's like, hang on. IRA Games. IRA. Uh, uh, this goes uh, all the way to the top, he says, well, like putting like putting string yeah. on his wall. Uh, so, like, there is just no replacement yeah. for Old Swede, I reckon. Because, yeah, Chappelle's in taking over for Tony, and is, like, really on board with shooting him down. But they're trying to get the... Um... I'm fucking sick of Jack Bauer. Please shoot him down. Yeah, they're, they're, It'll kill civilians. They're, they're trying to get the helicopter hailing frequency so that they can, like, call him and say, we've got Kyle, you can stop being a dick. Yeah. And it's taking forever for plot reasons. Because uh, he's turned his radio off, right? And yeah. they're like, oh, uh, hmm. And they get in contact with Palmer. Like, Chappelle calls Palmer. Mm. And he's like... Well, he calls Wayne Palmer. And I was like, hey, we need to we need Palmer to okay us like killing Jack Bauer. And so Wayne just talks into Palmer's earpiece right after um right after he's asked like an awkward question on something or other. It might have been just, you know, another thing about, hey, he keeps he keeps stopping people who turn out to be, you know, wrong uns. Mm. Does this not and you know that bit in the steamed hams skit, uh, skit where he goes, oh, he's like, you call them steamed when they're obviously grilled. And Skinner mm. just goes, uh, one thing I should, um, uh, ex- excuse me for one moment, and leaves. Palmer just does that. Yeah. He just said, like, he gets it. He hears through the earpiece. Uh, we need you to come and give us the okay to kill Jack Bauer. And he almost visibly is like, oh, thank God. And just says, uh, I have to go like, eat another yeah, Simpsons. See ya. But, yeah, he's like, I have to go now. My president, <clears throat> my presidency needs me. And just walks off the stage. Uh, and he he gives the go-ahead, but by the time they have, you know, Jack Bauer's just gone over a populated area and he's he lands. And we do get a hilarious shot of them finally breaking the hailing frequency for this SWAT helicopter and calling him up. And you hear, like, you see the the dashboard and like jack don't worry you don't have to keep you know, running with salazar it's it's fine as the camera then just pans up and at that point you're already seeing them like vanish into the distance as they're running away <laughs> yeah. 
Like they just landed in like the middle of a crossroads. It's so funny in Los Angeles. They keep doing this, uh, and yeah, Chase tries to chase him, but Jack's already like stolen a car, and while Salazar's like in the car with him, he does all like. Well, we would have trusted you without the heroin. <clears throat> you did heroin. The reason everyone else does, to kill the pain. Mm-hmm. What did you have to kill the pain of? And that just makes Jack sweatier. Mm. Uh, I mean, what does Jack not have the... Like, what do you mean? He's publicly yeah. on record as, like, a a guy with a pretty fucked past, right? Like, yeah, so why... Jack, oh, he, Jack Bauer is the world's most, like, emotionally tortured man. The world's most physically tortured man. Is uh, anyone in contact with Jack Power? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of a um, it's kind of a roaming title. Mm. <laughs> it's like the championship belt gets handed around. <laughs> um, uh, Kyle is has, has been put in the Pope mobile. Yeah. They they've got a little plastic. They've got bo- the medical Pope mobile. Yeah. They've out. got a plastic box on wheels, and he's inside it yelling, and it's the funniest <laughs> goddamn. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot how much he was yelling until just now. He's he's not happy about being inside <laughs> a He's very angry. But like he's they're wheeling him through a hospital, and good lord, you would. I, the the boy in the bubble never had to never. It's so he, funny. The boy in the bubble never acted like this. Yeah, uh, they've got him in a zorb, and they're just like rolling him down a corridor. And he's looking more and more like shit. Yeah. Like, truly, like, he looks actually an awful lot like Jack Bauer mm. looks right now, which is to say... Sweaty. Yes. And also, like, hollow eyes and, like... Mm. Um, uh, but it turns out he actually doesn't have any virus at all mm. and is fine. Mm. So the powder didn't have a virus. Neither did he. So there was no virus whatsoever. And so the viral threat is nothing, which means that the only actual plot now is that Salazar, who's again mm. just a cartel guy, is getting away. Yeah. And he, I don't care. Yeah. Jack takes him to an airport and he gets there, at which point Salazar's like, you didn't think we'd let you leave. And yeah, they, 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 one of the henchmen just says, nope, no, no, but we've got to take him alive. So they just pistol whip him and take him onto a plane. And that... That's apparently the plot. Yeah, there's the plot. But we did get a little, a little glimpse of past glory. Yeah. When, when Gale was in his TARDIS, <laughs> uh, Kim had to like fiddle around with stuff while Gale was out of his TARDIS, yeah. and she found that all of his, all of his computers were connected to like cameras of. The sort of things, including a camera of the airfield that's got a really good view of Jack Bauer getting just hit in the head with a gun. Mm. And she does a uh, sort of, my word, this this means he's a sinister guy working at CTU. And that's, yeah, that's fair. However, it takes her a lot longer than you than it needs to. Yeah. She is watching this footage that's all been like taken secretly with like various files that he's been sending to the Salazars and everything. And it's only like when it zooms in on the third replay of Jack Bauer getting hit in the head that she's like, wait, something Oh which point she turns around and Gail is there and he's just like, You couldn't you couldn't well leave it alone, could you? And what has he got in his hand? He's got what it's got a tiny pistol. Yeah, a comedy pistol. Yeah, like it, it. You know how sometimes people like hold a stapler to pretend it's a gun. Yeah, this looked like he was holding a staple. It is because it's I out think... of focus the entire yeah. time too, so it's even thinner in the I camera. I think it is a Walther PPK. It's the same Bond. It's the Bond gun. Like, I, I think it is. Yeah, no, it it absolutely does look like that, and. We encounter multiple more Walthers, yeah. so we think the prop department must have had a sale. Uh, yeah, I th- I think. I genuinely do think this um, because every time a random like prop gun is coming in, it is always a Walther PPK. And like, I'm actually starting to think that maybe there were just a lot of them on sale um, because they're in different colors as well. So it's not just the same one. Yeah. They, like they ju- it's just always a Walther. It's like three different times now that we've seen them on screen and they've all been in prominent scenes. And with entirely unrelated people. Yeah. But anyway, so he, he, we get back to Kim's in Peril Town, and 
you know, um, you know when you like go for coffee with an old flame, and you know you're not going to get back together, but you're just there, and you you've both grown, and you're enjoying the moment, and you can remember why you did work, and mm. you know you know that it's not going to happen again, mm. but you can remember what you had. Mm. Kim getting kidnapped. Yeah. We know that we're not going to get a mountain lion. I'm so sad about Kim's storyline. I want Kim to I wanted Kim to be holding the gun and then have Gail take it off her. I want I want her uh, I, I just uh, Kim's storylines are the funniest thing in 24. So the fact that she actually is part of the storyline proper now actually peeves me. We do still have um the closest thing that we have to a Kim storyline at one point we realized is um, Dr. Mrs. President. Yeah. Because she, well, she gets a call from her ex-husband saying, you've got to come and meet me because I've got documents that prove my innocence, that prove your innocence. Uh, we may as well plow through her whole thing. Yeah, because, yeah, sure. Because that doesn't touch on anything else. It, this is purely her whole storyline is basically resolved in these next two episodes. Yeah, and um, like, um, why? Because... Because the actual plot only starts at around episode eight, yeah. and they needed to give the president something to do until then. Mm. Uh, so she gets, so she goes to like see her ex husband in his office, and she gets there, and he's like, "Oh, I'm really sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I just want to apologize to you because I'm sorry." Yeah. Um, and then what does he have? A Walther PPK. A tiny pistol. <laughs> Uh, for a second when he Where first... does he have it? Inside a folder. And uh, then against his head. Yeah. Uh, the, when he first drew it, drew it, I thought... Wait. Inside a folder? Yeah. He has it like... He like... has a gun in a folder? That's a Jack Bauer move. Oh my God. They've been really learning his tactics. Yeah. <laughs> he did that in the first episode. Yeah. Well, he, well, he, then, he then tranquilizes himself in the head heavily. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, when he first draws it, it I thought it for a second that it was a Derringer. <laughs> Which, if you don't know, a, a Derringer is the kind of gun that literally fits in the palm of your hand. It's a, the, one of the four-shot cowboy holdout pistols. They're yeah. like very silly. Yeah, like you you would struggle to kill someone with it. It's mostly just you shoot someone with it and they go like, ow! And then, you know, you have a chance to yeah, you know, like kick them in the shins or something, which will do more damage. Mm. It's a, yeah, no, it's effectively a gun that will kick someone in the shins, but from across a room. Yeah. Uh, she's like, oh, come on, man. Don't don't shoot yourself in the head. And he's like, if I gave you a few more minutes, I probably wouldn't shoot myself in the head. And then shoots himself in the head. Yeah. Uh, okay, dude. We've, this is, we've had a lot of, like, headshots. But again, like, this plot line, why? Because, yeah, she gets, she gets the documents. They exonerate her. And then she dumps Palmer because she's like, I'm not used to this world. Too and spicy it, for me. Yeah, it's like, buddy, th- you think you're the person having the worst day yet? Mm. Like, you know, Kyle really was content. He really was a contender. Mm. But then, like, he didn't have a virus after yeah. all. So it would have been funnier had he killed himself. I think... I still, th- yeah. I, so I think he's potentially having... He's having such a bad day. Yeah. But, like... I, presumably his bad day is now over. So, uh, yeah, like it, it, it six, def- seven episodes. That's not long enough yeah, to like. It, it definitely feels like Razor was only in it for you know like ten episodes. But yeah, but fair, Razor had so much more happen. Yeah, by um, this point he was about to be murdered by his bride to be. Yeah, like in it was what, a in what, in what can best be described as the most outrageous episode of hens behaving badly I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, women go out with the girls and try and, and try and follow the lesser jihad to destroy Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you can, if you can hear a, the hiss of coke in the background, it's because of, I'm keeping up with the damnets. We're mm. we're currently at um, at only six damnets. Yeah. Uh, and there's, I think, only seven left to go throughout the throughout the episode. Oh, uh, okay. Oh yeah! Wow, there's really not that many, huh? Uh, no, it's, uh, episode nineteen has three. Oh Jesus! Okay. Uh, um. So yeah, like at this point. Well, um, 
So that's again absolute absolute serious rap on both Kyle and Mrs. President Doctor. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, but Jack is on Salazar's plane. Yeah. And the first thing we see is them waterboarding him with champagne. Wait, what? Sorry, what? I completely well, missed this. Well, he's like asleep, and so they pour champagne on him to wake him up. Oh, right. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 It wasn't like you know the most the most luxurious torture in the world. <laughs> I was gonna say. God, that would suck even more, would it not? Because of the bubbles. Yeah, well, exactly. I think actually the most like the most luxurious torture in the world is being made to sit through a La Traviata. I have never seen any opera. I just decide if you're a fan of opera, fuck you. Um, I, in the background, while they're while they're like making out with floozies and occasionally waterboarding Bauer with champagne, what best sounds like. Latin American music, like lift mm. music, is playing. It's like you know that song that goes. It's like a four-second loop over yeah. and over, and I mean, I guess once you you know really pulled the boat out on floozies, you just don't have a lot left except you have to buy library music. Mm. Um, and Ramon really wants to shoot him, and but the henchman is still just like, "Look, man, you'll be able to get your revenge." In under an hour, as if to say, I, don't. It, next episode, we like we land next episode. Don't worry, <laughs> um, Ramon. You you can kill him before the start of the next episode. <laughs> I promise. Like, um, and and yeah, so Jack is tied up. Well, he's handcuffed on the floor uh, in a in a side room with one guard who is watching the movie Speed. Yeah, yeah, which we realised had some connotations, right? Because... because the villain of the movie Speed was played by Dennis Hopper, who, as we all know, was the villain in the Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> and? And season one of 24. He was he was, he was King Norway. He, he, he was Victor Drazen. He yeah. Was, he was the, why don't you just simply have another daughter? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he murdered her. He murdered her. <laughs> it's funny because she had a life yeah. and dreams. Um, this has been a. I think this has been a. You can tell how much we're enjoying the show by how much we end up taking pleasure in the misfortunes of um. This this one's bad. This season's so bad. This is the worst so far. Well, um, Jack did like when he like you know how he would like jingle his keys and then like just bonts a guard. Yeah. Yeah. With this, he tries to distract the guard by he getting him to come his over. Handcuffs. Oh no! He. he he then starts to pretend like he's having a fit, mm. so which is just jingling his vomit, and the guard comes over and is like, Are "You jingling vomit there?" And he just murders him with his legs. Yeah, he just wraps his power. He Zenya on atops him. Mm. He wraps his powerful thighs around this around this random you know, Latin American chap. Because that- the, the other thing is, they all know him because of the time undercover, right? Like yeah. this is the thing they all know who Jack Bauer is, and they're all like, "Fuck you, Jack." Because there's a personal reason to them to be like, fuck you, Nark. Like, yeah. They're like, hey, you, you remember that time they, you fucked with our shit? And you you said uh, uh, that you were my friend. And I told you that I was thinking of like wearing one of these shirts to go out to the club. And you suggested that I wear that one. And then I found out afterwards you told me to wear that one because it was silly and not because it looked cool. Mm. And I looked really silly in front of everyone. Mm. Yeah, fuck you, Jack. Yeah. They don't clarify that Jack actually did that, but it's, it's a, it would be a bowel move. Mm. He said, oh, yeah, no, get, get that get that skin-tight orange one. You know, mm. that people fucking go wild for that. Mm. Uh, and so uh, he get, takes the guard's gun, having killed him, and sets up in effectively a little campsite position yeah. in the plane. Like, and he's, he's crouched on the bed. Yeah. With a with a gun pointed at the door, and Ramon comes in just like, "Hey man, have you finished watching that movie Speed?" Because I was just looking up Jack Bauer's history, and the weirdest fucking thing about like the the bad guy in Speed, at which point Jack then just takes him hostage. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, that plane lands. Plane lands, uh, and on the tarmac they get like they get off the plane, and Ramon is like, "Uh." why don't you just shoot Bauer? And Jack is like, Ramon tried to kill me, Hector. That's not what we talked about. And we're and, like, I, and I was like, excuse me, what? At which point, oh, beep, beep, yeah, beep, beep. The, beep, the plot the detector's plot. going. There's actually a plot. Um, yes, uh, 
meanwhile, like back at CTU. Um, because until this point, right, it really felt like we tied everything up. Like there's no disease. We know there's no disease. Um, Salazar has been delivered. Like who cares what's happening now? And then suddenly they drop this whole thing that's like, oh, Jack and Hector have been talking. Like yeah. what? Well, um, Kim is duct taped to an office chair yes. at this point. But um, this is not her first time being duct taped, like not not even just kidnapped, but specifically duct taped. Uh, thanks to the IMDb duct tape as gag tag mm. for really sticking in my brain more than I thought it would. Mm. Yeah. And so while she's sort of flailing around and sort of messing with the phone to try and get uh, attention. Yeah. Um, she's trying to find a very sharp sink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Spocklar. Uh, he sees that the phone is weird and he's like, yeah, I can't get into, I can't get into the TARDIS. Michelle, can you let me into the TARDIS? I would like to get into the TARDIS. Uh, so Michelle lets him into the TARDIS. And he finds Kim. And at this point, Gail is just trying to run. Yeah. And he... He's I, off. And the guard at the same position as the one where in season one, Jack jingled his keys and kneed him in the balls. Uh, yeah, Gail does the two hands ca- ca- over, like held together, overhead like Captain Kirk slam on him. <laughs> this poor guy. Uh I'm headcanning that it's the same guard. Oh, no, it, it absolutely has to be. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, he was so focused on trying to protect his groin from a kick that he wasn't expecting the overhand, like, windmill. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Gale draws his gun, his tiny, tiny gun. Mm-hmm. And Michelle is like, oh, you know, come on. You know, just leave it out. Yeah, put put it down, for fuck's sake. Uh, Chappelle interrogates him then. Yeah. And this is when Chappelle goes all Jack Bauer. Mm-hmm. But he's like, this guy, I can't remember what his name is. I think I, call, I think I decided to call him Andy. Yeah. Like, this guy's Andy. You know what he does, so you know you're going to tell us everything you know. Yeah. Which means, in CTU, do people just know the torturer by name? Yeah. So I said at this point, this is like, well, I used to work on a, like a ward, right? And there was just like names in a book for people with obscure jobs that you might need. Um, because the example I gave you was that in, in the book on the ward that I used to work on, there was a, a number for a guy called Batman. Was he under, uh, was he listed under B for Bruce or W for Wayne? <laughs> B for Bat. <laughs> I, I forget Bruce Wayne's a secret identity. Yeah. Batman is the real version. But yeah, um, for, for ages, I thought like, what the fuck does Batman do? And then it turns out Batman gets rid of bats. Yeah, the, the specific way you said it was uh, you you ring the Batman and he comes and gets rid of the bat. Yeah, you, got yeah you, were, you were making fun of the idea that anyone would need a Batman and that a bat got in the ward and you never asked that again. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah, so Andy, the guy who's got all of the, the torture syringes, he's just there doing everything and Michelle's over at Tony's bedside now and, um, and he's like, hey, what's going on? And Michelle's like, uh. Yeah, you know, you know, it's going to shock you, but you know that new tech, he turned out to be a wrong one. Oh, and Tony was not like, again. And Tony's like, oh, he's, you're not torturing him, are you? Meep, 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 meep. And Michelle's like, we are, we are doing a torture right now. Yeah. yeah. And Tony's like, well, I'm getting out of my hospital bed. Yeah. Just, I, I've got to get up for this. Yeah, yeah. He leaves and just goes over there to try and talk to Gail himself. Uh, because he reveals there's been... A big secret plan. Yeah. Oh, and Chase has managed to follow a lead and has gone into a, a guy connected to the Salazar's house. Mm. Ruined his family dinner. It's absolutely... Yeah. Like, you, Points you, a gun at him in front of his kids. Yeah. Um, eight, it's, you know, about 8.30. You know, prime, like, family time. Mm. Uh, and this, he's not even holding a tiny gun. He's holding mm. a regular gun. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I think, at this point, just impolite. And yes, he makes some track money transfers to a town in Mexico, which is where Jack's going to be taken. And then he says, oh, also, can I borrow your plane? He's like, yeah, can I? You're rich. You probably have a plane. Can I have some, please? (laughs) Uh, And just to remind you, I have a gun. And the man is like, you make compelling points. Hmm. Please take my plane. Yeah. So so Chase is now twatting off to Mexico. Hmm. After in pursuit of hot pursuit of Bauer, yeah, uh, because well, 
the, our final episode of this block. Welcome, everyone, to the plot. Coming down the train lines. Because it was at this point I was like, what? There is nothing else to do. We have, um, with our first two episodes, our first two seasons, we've had a plot that was kind of interesting. Yeah, that has been wrapped up like two thirds of the way through, generally. And then had a much less interesting plot come in for the last Mm. third. Now, season three seems to be flipping the playbook by having a not very interesting plot that gets wrapped up in order to then have a plot with stakes. Yeah. Because for some reason, even when they were saying like, you know, 20, like 20% of the population of Los Angeles could, you know, be infected and die within yeah, weeks. Yeah, I just didn't care. Yeah, it's like, but what, you know, what's that done for me lately? But no, it was just more that it was a really boring and badly handled plot. Like, I was yeah. just like, all right, yeah, okay. Uh, so Tony calls up Palmer. And there's a big conference call where he explains the plot. He, people keep saying, I can explain. And we kept saying, please, please. do. Yes, absolutely, please. And Tony says, I'll try and be concise because this is a long story. <laughs> please. Yeah, I'm like, good. That means I can paraphrase it for the podcast. Mm. So Jack was with the Salazars. He was undercover with them. He put them in prison. Then he found we out. He put one of them in prison. Oh, yeah, put one of them. He, he, put, the little, he put the little Napoleon man. Mm. And. Then they found out about scientists from Ukraine. Mm. Um, Jack pointedly refers to it over and over as the Ukraine because he still is a bit iffy on the whole Ukrainian independence thing. <laughs> Jack Bauer is, is a, he's a big pro-Transnistrian and he thinks that the MH18 shoot down was a false flag by the CIA. He knows because he's the one who shot it down. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> there are scientists from Ukraine trying to sell a weaponized virus. And... He was trying to get their attention, and they went, well, who would buy it? And he went, um, the Salazars? And they were like, oh, now we're interested. And then he had to actually get the Salazars to buy it. So he had to have an elaborate thing to get them back in with them so the Salazars would try and buy the virus so they could then intercept the virus. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, so so that, that's how the Salazars had, you know, the um, the Cordilla virus, the Dang Novel. So, the yeah. Dang Novel Corona. From this point out, can we agree to call it the Dang Novel yeah, Coronavirus? Sure. So, so... The entire plot at this point, just so that you're keeping track, listeners, is that this has all been a sting operation to get Jack back in with the Salazars. So that only Jack, Gale, and Tony knew. Yeah. And the president is like, what the fuck? No, he, no, he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Another pleasing waveform there. So at this point, I feel like I am loading the podcast gun. Um, and, uh, because that's the dumbest shit I've, like, the fact that there is no plot until episode eight, The the first eight, you know, the first seven episodes are a bait and switch. Yeah, it's so, like, the the virus is still a thing, right? Because they still have to buy the virus. The fact that they've had the virus is because they had a test, right? So they, the the corpses that, like... Uh, what's her face? His dad was Claudia. stirring around. Oh, yeah, like they oh, are oh. actually dead from the virus. That was a test. Yeah, um, to prove that it works. The Ukrainians like gave them like a test. They gave them like a free but, sample. Uh, yeah, so the Salazars want to buy the virus so they can sell it to, and the two that they cite are Al Qaeda or North Korea. Hmm. And yeah, yeah, suddenly, I like, weirdly, them saying in two hours we will release this virus that this one guy has nebulously, mm. that has far less stakes than them going, we would like to buy a virus that we will sell to someone else that they, they might do something with. Yeah. So weirdly, by making it less immediate, it has more stakes. Like, mm. I find myself caring more now there's like a plan and a plot yeah. and, not, and not just a, if you don't do a thing, we'll do a thing. Yeah, uh, and it's all about, at this point, it is just an undercover cop show though. Like it really is. It, it's it's like um, it's become an episode of Narcos, but with viruses. Yeah, well, um, but it's all, and also it's not very good. Uh, I did really like Hector is explaining like he explains everything to Ramon and Jack. He's like, no. and Jack, what do you get out of it? And Jack says, um, fifty million dollars. Like, well, why would you be for sale? And he says quite reasonably. Um, while working for CTU, my wife was murdered at 
literally in the office. My daughter has been really fucked up ever since. So he actually cites his daughter mm. being fucked up. Like, Everyone... and like, and like her starting point was having a password, which was remind me. Life sucks. Life sucks. So there was a long way to fall. And yeah, he just recounts the bad things that have happened to him. Like even, even down to being, yeah. And then I got a heroin addiction. <laughs> Yeah, and like also everyone, every new guy, every new tech turns out to want to kill me. Uh, yeah, he's literally describing the things that the writers have made happen to him as like his fake motivation for why he'd betray CTU. And Hector is just like, oh yeah, all right. You know, Hector is like, does this not sound plausible to you? Yeah. He's like, if this is not plausible to you, Ramon, here, and he puts, he puts a gun on the table and says, you can shoot him. At which point Ramon picks up the gun and tries to shoot him, but like... <laughs> Hector just like swaps the gun. He swaps the gun away just as as he's pulling the trigger to be like, no. <laughs> I don't think you actually do it. You know, it's, it's, it's like when you say, "Oh, we should hang out sometime." You never expect to actually hang out. Like, um, and they put him in a prison while they wait for the Ukrainians' contact to call Jack. Uh, and while he's in there, who comes in? But our dear, lovely Claudia, mm. who starts slapping him and saying you used to be a man and all yeah. sorts of it's, you said you would get me away from here you betrayed them you betrayed your own people you are not even a man and you know then slapping him every so often yeah and i was sat up and was like oh jack Powers dom's arrived yes no um uh, claudia I'm, I'm sorry uh oh, call me a pathetic little worm boy make fun of my dick <laughs> damn it call me a pee pee piss pants yeah <laughs> Ah, uh, mom. What did you call me? Ah, uh, I, I said, uh, mom. Damn it. <laughs> uh, so Jack Bauer has a mummy dumb. Mm. Um, while all this is happening, Chase... This MF say mummy dumb. I, did I say that? Yeah. Oh, Meanwhile, uh, <laughs> I'll cut that out of the... I'll cut no, that you won't. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm kidding. I don't care to edit this. Um... Chase still doesn't actually know any of the that this has all been a bigger ploy mm. because people are trying to contact him, but he's kind of gone rogue to go after Jack. Yeah, they keep like trying to trip him up with like um, like Mexican intelligence agents. Yeah, and, a, like... They they caught yet yeah, Tony calls um, like Gutierrez with Mexican intelligence, and they work out where he's going to land this plane, and and the guy meets him there, and after a bit of a scuffle. He's like, ah, now, Chase, I can explain all of this to you. It's actually a very funny story. As he's then shot by a sniper. Yep. Uh, Chase tries to drive away and then is then captured by the Salazar. He drives straight into a ditch. Oh, yeah, no, like a... It, it's like a plane hard long into a ditch. Yeah. And so at this point, he still has no idea <laughs> that Jack is working. Yeah. So he's brought to the mansion where... Um, like wait, is it Ramon? He's like, hey, I remember Chase. You were you were torturing oh, me like yeah. you were torturing me like four hours ago. Yeah, you were punching me. Yeah, you were mm. calling me a little pee pee pants boy. And at point, Claudia hears that and writes that down. And is like, oh, that's good. I'll use that next time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, oh, and that clearly means something's up. And Jack is just, Jack is looking like um. He's brought two dates to the prom and they've both turned up. Yeah. And Jack is then given a gun. What's the gun? It's a Walther PPK because in black got, this time. They've got a fire sale on them. Mm. And they tell Jack, like, well, shoot him. And so Jack, like, does. But they get... Um, you hear. Yeah, see. Um, just, I'm leaning into the microphone. And Trin put the gun up to the microphone. So <laughs> that click was while that gun was about one inch and a half away from yeah, I'm thing. giving you the chase um chase you know experience. No, I think we've established from this episode that at no point am I going to empathize with any of these characters. <laughs> there are gonna be Americans that are so mad by this. This is a, this is a replica. It's not real. Is I just it? I brought it to make noises. Well, I brought it because we went to Airsoft the other day. But like, it's also good for making noises, and it's purple. Mm. Uh, and yes, it turns out not to be loaded, and they get bundled into a car to go off because oh, well, Michael Amador calls up 
Michael Amador is the um, he's the Ukrainian's contact, and he has the best radio voice yeah. I've ever heard in my worthless fucking life. Oh no, because now now I'm imagining him as Jeremy Vine. Okay. Coming up on <laughs> coming up on these terrorist negotiations, will you be buying the Cordillo virus? And afterwards, what is your opinion on the pedestrianization of Norwich City Centre? <laughs> Trampolines, are they too loud? <laughs> da- dangerous dogs, what's your opinion? Also, will you sell to Al-Qaeda? Wait. <laughs> uh, no. Michael Amador, he's got one of these smooth voices. Mm. He sounds like he's doing ASMR, but like, not cringe. Mm. Mm. If only, unfortunately, his ASMR videos have been kicked off the front page of Twitch.tv due to the sheer popularity of people watching Tony Almeida's surgery. <laughs> Yeah, the surgeon just going. Yeah, thanks for tipping two hundred bits. Now I'll um I'll, I'll start to sew him back up. <laughs> yeah, you got anything for, uh, anything funny you want me to leave in him? Yeah. <laughs> like, there's an audio drop. That's he just has a... like a kazoo in his throat because <laughs> somebody donated to us. There's an audio drop that's just a random air horn to make people jump. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you nearly got me! You nearly oh, got me! Oh, oh, he's bleeding more than I expected from that. Oh, like, um. But yeah, I used to know a surgeon who used to listen to like the loudest drum and bass through the entire of the surgery. Oh, I'm trying to think of any possible pun, but I can't think of any. Um, God, pendulum. That unfortunately, I've I've hit. Uh, there's pendulum and the prodigy, and there is no other drum and bass that I can name. Mm. Chase and status, which we have. Oh, what is the status of chase? chase? Currently being told to shut up by Jack yeah. over and over and over as they're bundled into the back of a car, and it's hilarious. Mm. Like, the, yeah. the... Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Yeah, we shut your mouth. We watched the previously on um, for episode nine, just so you know we absolutely have everything scanned in our head. And yeah, even just in the previously on, it has Jack has is with Chase for like maybe five minutes of the episode, mm. and they include all three times that he tells him to shut up. Which, of course, we just, every time he said, shut up, Chase, we would just, you know, bellow at the TV, shut up, stupid. <laughs> oh, so, um, oh, we, importantly, we... Uh-huh. Jack has been signaling his handlers with his watch. Oh, he's got a gadget watch. Yes, like he, when he gets off the plane. It really is Bond. Yeah. Well, oh, no, it's literally like when he, when he gets off the plane, he presses a button and they're like, that means he's in and there's a transponder. But then when Chase arrives, he sort of slap fights him so hard that it breaks the transponder. So now they've got an assault team that is going to move in, but they'll have no idea where Jack is. Mm. Um, I Just a bunch of Groucho Marxes just uh, like chilling out. It does have a, um, a a pretty funny bit where it has like a close-up and you can hear like watch crystals sna- smashing. And I was imagining like all the watch guys watching 24 oh, no. going... <laughs> <laughs> Like that's the torture scene that gets them. Just, <laughs> like seeing his like tactical watch get biffed. Yeah. Um, would you like also to know a fun fact about um, the first episode of this lot? I would. So, first uh, first episode of this block has the prison guard um, getting glowed by uh, Russian roulette. Yes. So that is one of the many. Many acts of high violence throughout the throughout the show, mm-hmm. but that one had multiple like content warnings before it, and afterwards, it had a uh, I think Americans Against Gun Violence promo done by Kiefer Sutherland. Wait, what? But there were so many. There have already been so many guns to heads. This wasn't even the the only time in this four episode yeah. block that somebody put a gun to their head and pulled the trigger. What? And one guy, like, there have been two guys who successfully did it in this yeah. block. Like, but, uh, but I think one of them, only one of them was a prison guard. America. Two th- again, time capsule. This is yeah. why... Uh, it, is, it, it is interesting. Like, but also, the, that guard wasn't suicidal either. He was forced to, yeah. which is very different to, like, the other guy who oh, actually uh, was suicidal. Like, if I was going to oh, need a... Oh, no, like, but that, 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 that makes it, like, more distressing because it's, like... 
murder by proxy. Or I guess, but like, if I was going to do like a like a, a PSA for people who are actually struggling, it would be with the other dude, right? Like the guy no, who actually oh, kills no. himself. Oh, this wasn't, and wants to kill him. This, this wasn't suicide awareness. It was like a gun violence thing. Okay, that makes it more baffling then. Yeah. Because uh, there's so many yeah, incidents of gun violence in 24. Yeah, like the... They shot a cop in like the second episode. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, well, we'd use this as kind of a time capsule. And stuff like that, where... Now... Have there been any prison riots recently at the time that that aired? Because maybe that would be why? Like, it would be something that was fresh in people's minds, maybe? I think it might just be entirely plausible that... Again, to us, that seems tame. I occasionally will watch, like, an action film with my parents, like, when I'm visiting them for Christmas or whatever. Yeah. And uh, they, there will be something that, to me, seems kind of gnarly and cool, mm. and that to them will seem to be actually quite, quite affecting... Yeah. So it is just like were were this exact season of twenty four to air now, that episode would not come with content warnings, but episode eight with the ex husband committing suicide in front of his ex wife, absolute that absolutely would. Yeah. And I think that's a very interesting because again, we're doing this partly as a time capsule. Yeah. And, yeah. and also partly just because it's very fun to listen to um Kiefer Sutherland yell, damn it. Yeah. So yeah, well, we, we were worried we wouldn't be able to come up with anything to talk about. Yeah, yeah, we, we were going to talk about the board game. Well, I guess we'll have to talk about the board game in the next block if we can't think of anything to talk about. Worst case, oh no, this is how we're getting people to come back week on week. Yeah, like keep listening, stick around, gang, because yeah. we've got the board game. Well, uh, yes, I think it's time for us to rejoin the party. I just I want to emphasize how ridiculous it is that this whole like thing was a sting operation up until this point. Oh yeah, it's just a sting operation that only three people know about. And okay, so it's a sting operation, and everyone's like, "Oh, cool! It was a sting operation." A lot of actual people have died. Yeah, Kyle and, tried to kill himself. Oh no, but even yeah, Kyle's but, not in on it. But I I mean the that prison guard. Yeah, that prison guard. They they made him shoot himself in the head. It's not like that This isn't gu- like a clean sting operation. That guy that, like, guy, yeah, that guy like, wasn't also in on the... Like, the prison riot still happened. Still people yeah, were like yeah. beaten. And I'm going to level with you. If you're in a maximum security prison and you're starting to beat someone in a prison riot, again, you might have, you might have a, a, a reason for being there that's like, you know, you know just massive tax fraud. But there's also a non-zero chance that I'm going to go out on a limb and assume that maybe one of them was in there because they were a violent person. Yeah. Uh, and like, so, so much fallout from this. So much. And, like, and, and Palmer's, like, understandably very pissed off about this. And Palmer's brother, his chief of staff, is like, well, they, you know, they kind of isolated you from it. And it's like, no, dude, this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's like, well, it's like you couldn't be seen to be involved with something like this. And he's like... I mean, it would be politically damaging for me. However, you know what's also politically damaging? It happening without me having any knowledge. Yeah, that's worse. Sorry, I mean, it happening without me having any knowledge. Yeah, that's so much worse, right? Like, that's like, oh, like my my counterterrorism unit just do whatever the fuck they like yeah, they, and cause issues. Like, this is effectively at this point a uh, rogue unit, yeah, right? Uh, like, well, what did we? Um, well, what, I mean, it's always no, been a rogue well, unit, but, but like, what were you DM? The other week. Oh fuck! Now, um, the C- ah, bit my tongue. Uh, the CIA cannot operate within the U.S. borders. Yeah, I think. In the same way, uh, if you're, I think there's a about half of you listening are British, so you know how um, season uh, uh, MI6 can only operate abroad, and MI5 can only operate internally in Britain. Yeah, it's like the CIA and the FBI. Yeah, and the NSA. Oh, uh, yeah. If the CIA wanted to operate internally, if they were to create an off-the-books counterterrorism unit populated entirely by actors purely to keep one 
putative agent ready to be deployed internally whenever they needed to by generating a rampage. Like, it makes a lot of sense that like it's that- like an off the book CIA unit. And like it's like not really, but also Bauer is ex CIA, right? Yeah, yeah. It, and uh, Gael, uh, um, the guy that turned out to also be on it, they mentioned that he was with the CIA for a couple of years. Oh shit! Yeah, the CTU. I think we can still say that it's a fake agency. Yeah, but like it's the it, fake it, agency, it is. It is a prank being run by the CIA. <laughs> This is the CIA's greatest... Fuck, who did Palmer used to have, like, an awful lot of... Because we've said that this is a way of Palmer keeping Jack on a short leash. Palmer, in season one, was the guy who signed off the operation to kill... Drazen. Drazen, right? So he was also he... part of the CIA. Or No, I think he was, um, like, with the... Like, one of the defense or, like, intelligence committees or something like that. But either way, he knows Jack Bauer's reputation... He knows what he's capable of, mm. and he knows his methods. It is... Oh, have we just created a far more compelling show? Yeah. Even though it it has as its central thesis, the CIA is pulling an elaborate hidden camera prank on a damaged man. Yeah. <laughs> but also, like, yeah, there's no way the CTU has that extensive surveillance network is without this, like and this is why a they, much bigger agency and this is why they keep butting heads with the nsa yeah because yeah because oh my god because they're they're squabbling over jurisdiction the nsa are like look we you get results so we're not shutting you down immediately like but we are this close to telling jack bauer the truth and Chappelle is like oh please don't i've been hitting the head with frying pans for this oh, Chappelle cia is that why nobody knows where division is? Is division just the code word for like? And Tony for was, Langley, like Tony was getting promoted. Oh god, he was getting promoted to Langley. Holy <laughs> fuck! <laughs> we fucking cracked it. This goes all whoever, the way. To whoever the top. put this idea in my brain, thank you so much because it's it has such a it, it has legs. This theory. Oh no! This is the thing when. Tr- uh, Trinket and I, when we begin riffing, occasionally somebody will chip in with like literally the faintest thing to support that riff in fact. Yeah. And that, oh man, that makes us hit 88 miles an hour. Um, It goes all the way to the top. Yeah. I think, you know, that's going to be the title of the episode. It does though. Yeah. This, it goes all Fuck. the way. Fuck. We've just blown the lid off, like, another more interesting plot. Well, um, we'll see you in four hours' time, or a week, depending on if you're us or you, uh, where we will tell you even more about how they are now pranking internationally. Mm. Wait, no! Now they're, now they're working abroad! But they had to begin the operation internally. Because there's only, one man that, there's only one man that they could reliably prank hard enough to get a heroin addiction. <laughs> And with that, see you in four hours. Yeah, the party don't stop.